What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers by the end of the month. We're about a week away till Halloween, which marks the end of the month. Let's go, get us to 200. We promise you, we got content loaded for this week, bro. Man. We got a load Thursday, of- Friday, Saturday. So Thursday is ours. Friday, Saturday, Sunday should be should be special ones. Yeah. Special ones. All three are guests. If if everything works out, we're filming two of them um, today. Technically, because yeah, this yeah. is out and uh, should be out. And we already filmed one guest video, which should be out this weekend. So keep an eye out on that. We promise you, they're gonna be bangers. Two of them are gonna be sports related. One of them is a journey related one. Um, while you're at it, check out Ummers. Ben and Paul slash Ben podcast. I, I'm always going to say it like that. Yeah. Now. Derek and Jeevan. All right. Check out Alex Adams podcast that we talk about Canada basketball and check out Peter Glinda's where we, you know, talked about soccer and, you know, we'll reach out to those guys again if you guys want. Well, not if you guys want, cause we will, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were bangers. So trust me, content out for days. We'll start bringing back the challenges as well. Hopefully next week. And also we, kind of re-uploaded and made our NBA tier list uh, public again. Um, it was just a copyright thing that we had to get cleared up. That and, was the uh, issue. Yeah, That was the issue. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't. And uh, that, those are preseason rankings. So whoever your S teams are, your F teams, see if you agree, go comment down below on that. And our NBA season preview has been released as well on Tuesday. Uh, we made our standing predictions, finals predictions, award predictions, everything all out. Both the tier list, check that out. Bo- and the season uh, preview and predictions, check that out. We'll be sprinkling in NBA and NHL, um, especially after when MLB finishes, because um, we are at the World Series. But before we introduce that, audio, make sure you guys download the podcast on whatever platform you guys listen to. If you uh, and Then give it a five-star rating, because um, we know you enjoy it if you're going to listen to it. And... Uh, and then, you know, go over to the YouTube and subscribe and then go back to the audio and vice versa. Aud- uh, YouTube watchers slash listeners, go to the audio, download it, five-star rating, boost our rankings, hopefully. Um, and uh, as mentioned, we're going to try to bring back the challenges, the blind rankings, the drafts, whatever we do- we did prior to on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. So subscribe for the YouTube Shorts and the in- follow our Instagram. We need to get that number up ASAP to 200. All right, we're stuck in the 130 range, I believe. Yeah. And TikTok, get us to 100 ASAP. We're doing this. We enjoy it. We'll always put content out, but we also want the feedback if you guys are enjoying this by hitting that subscribe button and the follow button. All right, make sure you guys do that. And Let's comment. go. And comment. Comment, yeah, like, and everything. We're going to stop boring you. We're going to get into a World Series. And uh, before we get into that, we're going to quickly recap the game. So sevens. without a further ado, get that catchphrase going. I mean, it's not a catchphrase. For me, it is, because that's how we... You don't own it. I don't care. It's been been made already. Our catchphrase to go. Without further ado, let's get right into it. it. You you can keep it. it. I don't want it. That's why I'm saying it. I don't want anything to do with that. That's why I'm saying it. We'll get right into it. MLB. We'll start off with ALCS, uh, because that was the utter domination. So you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. um, That one, I will admit, I was wrong. You were right on that UFC thing you did. I I didn't want to switch up again. (laughs) yeah, uh, I just I made myself clear, right? That like yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. seven, I'm Houston. So but that's why. As simple as this: like home field does not matter to these guys because no one won home. No one won at. There was no games won at home. But simple as this: Max Scherzer did a decent job, but obviously he got pulled early. But when you have Jordan uh, Montgomery coming in. You don't care if you get spoiled early because Montgomery eats up like two, three innings himself. And that does not matter either because you have Adolis Garcia, ALCS MVP. Yeah, which... 15 ribbies. I think that's the record now. 
uh, or five home runs. Five home runs. It's, Dude's like on a tear ever since he got hit on that p- hit by pitch. He's been on a tear before. <laughs> yeah, but like but he yeah. came, uh, excelled came it back more. and yeah. But like simple, Texas needed both games in Houston, as well as Arizona Diamondbacks, which we'll get on later. But yeah, uh, yeah, Texas needed both games in Houston. Coming. Listen, this was more doable than the Arizona one because yeah. uh, literally, like you said, there was no home team game wins. So technically, it's a way team advantage which Texas. So took if over. like you know patterns and numbers are real this that the series definitely followed that right um but simple as this texas have their like even though Degrom is not there texas still have their two stud pitchers in avaldi and uh, montgomery yeah and uh they're still built for it like yes their bullpen may be a little bit thin but at the end of the day it's very they, they could rely on montgomery and uh avaldi to like be, go pitch deep into games and they could like hopefully get Scherzer doing that too and that way you have three pitchers in the World Series that could potentially win you three games right there yeah and then just a bullpen day for the other one and uh and it helps and that you uh, have you Adoles Garcia probably the best Adoles player Garcia, yeah. probably the best player now out of the two teams right which we'll get into NLCS yeah in currently second. because uh Seager and Simeon haven't been great um obviously Simeon did Seager's been better Seager had a great game seven Simeon had he a great was, game like, seven tri- yeah Seager, Seager they, they, they both Seager was a triple away from a cycle yeah they both need to be they both need to play better yeah but at the end of the day it doesn't matter when Adoles Garcia is hitting home run after home run after another home run <laughs> but you kind of want like runs <laughs> on base uh, uh sorry runners on base so for it could be mo- but yeah no one. like they're, this team is like they have the setup to win as well as the I would say all four teams had the setup to win one but it just matters about performing one and thing I'm going to take perform. credit for Astros didn't perform Rangers performed yeah one thing I'm taking credit for because I'm hearing a lot of people say oh you know this is an underdog story for the Texas Rangers who was high on them? Yeah, you you were. I was high on them. I'll that's that, why yeah. we were arguing the SNA because I thought they were going to be this good. So that's why I wanted A and you thought they were going above and beyond. That's why I was on their MLB midseason tier list. But yeah, no, I thought Texas was going to be good. Now, they were proving me right, then they started proving me wrong, and then they proved me right again. Exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. But like... They're, but like I, I felt like they, like you said last year they added the, the most expensive infield I guess you know uh, offense and defense with Simeon and Seager this season and they shot the bed because of the pitching this season you add pitching obviously your ace I guess was in, he was injured at the end of the day Degrom was the ace was the ace um, and then but you've helped that with Jordan Montgomery. Uh, trade deadline yeah trade and deadline and obviously had Scherzer but he was injured Evaldi was a great signing Evaldi revolved him, revived himself a little bit Heaney was solid and I thought the re, the Heaney pitching, struggled in uh, game 4 by the way no I'm just saying Heaney over yeah. the year yeah Heaney was decent he was decent over the year uh, so my point was I thought the pitching would do enough that they would I, th- I didn't think they were going to finish ahead of Houston so Houston under was underwhelming regular season wise and I thought they were people thought Seattle was easily second lock I thought Texas was a second for sure. Yeah, and that's what ended up happening ultimately. But yeah, that was the ALCS. No, um, wait up, wait it up. picked up. Wait, speaking of quick little talk about the Astros as well. You uh, want to bring that up now? Yeah, I just correlated with. But like before, let's get into Astros game. I was correlated with the other manager. Um, Altuve's home run was still pretty sick. Oh yeah, that yeah. game was insane. Uh, the game five. Yeah, first it was Garcia, and then it was yeah, Altuve. Then it was Altuve, but. They got to Christian Javier, and I think they just had a pre-game plan. Because when you look at the fast, the location of the pitches, they were pretty decent pitches. But I just felt like they had an idea of like the high fastball. I've seen a like I've seen the graphs of like uh, Javier's inning pitches in the first inning. They're like decently located high fastballs. 
But I just felt like I hope they're not cheating, but like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's out of the picture. Yeah, there's no like, way Dusty yeah. Baker's gonna be part of that if it is. I no, 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 so. Rangers. Oh yeah, because um, the Rangers got to those pitches. Yeah, yeah, they just, I think they made an adjustment to like swing high, when you when they see a fastball. Did you hear noises? Huh? <laughs> well, it was a technically. Well, in Houston. technically, you know, it was in Houston. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, no, they got to Javier, which was a little bit surprising because Javier shot him out in the game three, so. With that and with Scherzer pitching decently, even though it was like two and a third, kind of, you know, made it... They kind of were fighting, the Astros, but at the end, they, they leveled out. And the one disappointment the Astros are probably going to come out with is Kyle Tucker. I think he led the league in RBIs, but his he was terrible in the postseason. Yeah, I didn't hear his name much. It was a classic Jordan Alvarez, classic Altuve, right? Kyle Tucker I never heard of till the beginning of the year, to be honest with you. I didn't know much of him before. Um, he was always there. Yeah, I know, but I, like I didn't hear his name pop off as much as Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve. You no, know, he was an RBI leader this year. Yeah, I'm talking about last year. Oh yeah, yeah. I said coming into in the, the year, playoffs, I didn't know much of about, him. You're talking about in the yeah. Playoffs, then I heard yeah. of Kyle Tucker afterwards. Yeah, when this season, I'm talking about like going into this season. I didn't hear much of Kyle Tucker uh, from last year to this year until this year when he started popping off and like I didn't hear much of Jordan because he was obviously hurt. Altuve was whatever uh, throughout the year. I think he was like up and down. But yeah. Um, it just felt like their Astros weren't at the same level as last year. That's what like it was. this year. Ultimately, like ultimately, when it came to the AL, it was so unpredictable for me that any other teams that made the playoffs, minus Minnesota, for me. Um, now, obviously, hindsight, they beat the, the Jays. Jays. But uh, I, I thought it was anyone could have made it. Where I, and then we'll obviously get to the NLCS slowly. Uh, do you want to get to Dusty Baker now, or do you want to talk when we yeah, talk we'll about Obama? We'll get to now, but before we get into I just felt like, for me, the Astros, just, they just weren't at the same level of dominance that they were last year. Yeah, I, I They don't looked know. very beatable. Here's the thing. They were, in the, they were going deep in the playoffs every single year. This is their and third straight final. This, this would have been their third straight final. Eventually, it's, it's a 162-game season. I think it's seven straight ALCS, so by the way. So there you go, right? Like, look at Tampa. Yeah, and exactly. It, it gets to you. But it will get to you for sure. But yeah, like you saw Vramber struggle a bit. You saw Justin Verlander struggle a little bit. So it just it didn't feel like the same team. They're older too, right? No, yeah. no one's really yet that young. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, Adolis Garcia and Jordan Alvarez, I think those two were teammates in St. Louis and they got rid of them for nothing when they were young. Yeah, Adolis Garcia was on waivers. I think a couple years so ago. So they were both teammates so he was in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That would so, have been your corner outfielders right there, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, now, granted, St. Louis did well, but so not, with the, the Garcia, not this year. But. The Texas Rangers had him, I think, a couple years ago. Yeah. Put him on waivers. Nobody wanted him, so he went back to Texas. And then they got lucky off it that. It gives me like a Luis Robert vibe now. All three of them are like in that little mold of yeah, yeah. outfielders that are power hitters. But, but yeah, um, speaking of the Astros, one last thing. Um, um, Dusty I've, Baker. I've seen it all with Dusty Baker. You know, the good, the bad. And I've also seen a little bit of ugly because I've never seen Dusty Baker pissed off when uh, game five, I when uh, Brian, Brian Abreu, the ball. Yeah. And then I think Abreu got thrown out. Abreu. It's so hard to see Baker. Man. He was, bro, I never seen, he was pissed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was like incensed, bro. But yeah, Dusty Baker at the age of 74 officially retires. I think 26 uh, years. So his he was a player. So his stat, like obviously his managerial wise, he's a two-time World Series champ once as a player in 1981. Which he won, and he was NLCS MVP in 77. But World Series champ 2022, that's probably a reason why he probably came back to Houston or came back to coach Houston, um, to Houston. Um, 
because uh, yeah, Washington. He, so it was 2017 where he was last before joining Houston. Uh, two-time All-Star in his career, and then obviously a Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, and three-time Manager of the Year uh, from 93, 93, 97, and 2000. Uh, also a military man. Uh, yeah. For the United States Marine Corps. But yeah. Uh, Dusty Baker, no, for me, quickly, before you go. Yeah. Um, he, he came into a tough situation, right? I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, he came to a tough situation. Obviously, well-respected. The dude's 74. So you hire him for a reason. He knows what he was doing. Um... And uh, a lot of people were rooting for Houston only because of Dusty. Otherwise, no one was really rooting for Houston. Otherwise, there was a lot of memes last year. Like, yeah. do I feel pissed that Astros won, or do I be happy if because Dusty's a legend, Dusty right? Won. Like, Dusty because obviously great, uh, insane, amazing. Like, right? We haven't really watched much baseball, especially you at that time. Like, especially we don't care about managers, really, right? Yeah. So, like his managerial career, by the way, from '93 to 2002, he was a Giants. Um, so just to see how long he's been managing yeah. for. 93 to 2002 Giants Cubs 03 to 06 Cincinnati from 08 to 13 Washington 2016-17 and then Houston 2020 to 2023 I think that's around like 26 years and then he was a coach for San Francisco in 1988 to 1992 so I think that totals around like 26 27 yeah, years yeah so he was a, and he was a and then started off his career as a player from 1968 so yeah, technically so he's been around baseball for however old my dad is our dad is that's exactly, how old yeah. literally he's been playing, playing baseball for, right? So that's like 50-something years. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to him. Probably a Hall of Famer. Is uh, a Hall of Famer. As a manager or as a player? No, like will be. Will, will uh, be, like, yeah. I, like, guar- I guarantee it. Yeah, he should be a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Um, both uh, ways. E- either way, as a whole baseball to, thing. Yeah, whatever it is, he's getting His record there. as a... If, we, if he's already in there. His manager uh, record is a 540 win percentage. All right, and, and that's good in baseball. Yeah, to one, 2,183. Keep in mind that's how many total wins. Yeah, to 1,862. That's all. <laughs> and he's probably coached some weak teams in there. I'm sure, but yeah. So shout out to Dusty Baker. At least you got your chip, which is big. You yeah. Obviously, um, like you said, tough situation. Yeah, I guess. You know, it kind of would have been. It just sucks that he didn't go on for the like uh, as a. Win. I still think he like went he, on. You know, was it? On a high? On a high, in a yeah, way. Yeah. Because like, you were to game seven of an NLCS. Yeah, you lost at home, which is a shitty part. But and um, but you were in the CS every year. He was there, I think. So, yeah. That's what matters. Shout out to Dusty Baker, baby. Um, All right, moving on to the NLCS and uh, upset, probably. This is, this, this is the biggest upset you've seen. This, this is why we love baseball. Love baseball. Right? Because any team has a chance. Listen, we were... We could be a jinx, for sure. But we yeah. weren't the only ones. You got Mad Dog Russo calling retirement if they had won both of these games. And, yeah, he's not retired, but... but um, <laughs> Simple, like, same as the Texas Rangers, the Arizona Diamondbacks had to come into Philadelphia to win two, which they were already 0 for 2 in games yeah, 1 and 2. Yeah, this was harder because we've seen... Yeah, they Rangers got dominated. Two. They got dominated yeah. in games 1 and 2. And... Uh, and they're gonna dominate in game five as well. Yeah, I was scared for Philly when they lost game six for sure because Aaron Nola was on the mound, right? And uh, obviously he cooked in game two. But I, I, what do you want? Let's start off with the Phillies, right? Yeah, because that's the disappointment. Yeah, I was so confident in them. I was very confident. I was too. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. Uh, I picked a sweep, and it, honestly, it was kind of going that way. It was, but. Yeah, like like I said, I think Phillies were the best made. They had the bullpen. They had the starting pitching. They had the lineup, especially when you add in Trey Turner. 
Yes. You had Kyle, Kyle Schwarber hitting like five home runs himself, I think, in the NLCS. And yeah, it just went away from them. They just they, were, they just couldn't close it out the series, right? They had they had Arizona. They had they had the World Series uh, berth in the within their hands. Yeah. Um. Like how Arsenal had the PL trophy in their hands, <laughs> right? It's, it's legit a similar same situation, and they just couldn't get the job done. Um, they got outplayed in Game Seven. Eleven hits to five. They got outplayed in Game Seven. Um, yeah. They had a lead too. They oh, were up yeah, to they one. Had a lead. I saw that, but. Did not expect this from Arizona, right? Like, quickly, just my last things on Philly. Um, One thing before you go, I feel like Zach Wheeler should have came in earlier. Like, I feel like Zach Wheeler should have been the first guy Um, out of the pen. Yeah. So, like, uh, okay, so Ranger Suarez is there. I think if Ranger I don't remember, if Ranger Suarez was in, like, he got out mid-inning, then get in a guy to, like, get him out of the inning, and then Zach Wheeler comes in for the next clean two or three. Yeah, I feel like he should have been in there earlier. I, I feel like they put him in too late. The, the fact that the Phillies beat the Braves and the Dodgers were out, um, you had no excuses. You had the 2-0 lead. You had the 3-2 lead. And you blew it. Simple as that. Listen, before uh, before we preview we, and we get to Arizona for a second, um, it's only going to get harder next year. Cincinnati was on the come up this year, right? I expect them to kind of be like next Baltimore version of next year in the NL. Especially in the division, Chicago Cubs. Chicago are Cubs. Good. Well, they have question marks now. Bellinger's a free agent. What, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get into the offseason stuff right now. The Cubs are pretty good. Braves are not gonna go away. Padres. Mets. We don't know what's gonna. We happen. happen with the Mets. Padres. They're both disappointing teams that they're still good enough on paper that you could kind of expect them to be back. Yeah. So as well, this was your chance. You knocked out the juggernaut, right? Which happens always. You know, I guess last year's Phillies is this year's Diamondbacks. In a sense, yeah. Except this now, this year, Diamondbacks this year, much worse. There were eighty-four wins, and this, they had to be clinched on the last day or the second last day. This this year is more of an upset story. More of an upset, more story Cinderella for sure. run. Uh, let's get to them. Obviously, um, first of all, did not expect it. Kettle Marte, what a stud! Oh yeah, NLCS MVP. Yeah. Second of all, Jays, I told you so. Shouldn't have traded Gabby Moreno. Should have never touched. Definitely Gabby shouldn't have traded because at the end of the day, Gabby Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel would have been your best. Playoff performers. True, but I I don't mind the Goriel move because of yeah. potential free agency reasons. But but Gabby if Moreno should not. Have if you think anything linked with Jays, Gabby Moreno and Lourdes Goriel were the best playoff players, and they're not even on the Jays anymore, which is kind of. And then you have Marcus Simeon on the other side as well. <laughs> yeah. So in hindsight, that one obviously was tougher, but it's still in hindsight. But no, um, to your point, the uh, Zach Allen didn't even do well this series. Yeah, he he was over two, oh and two record. Oh and two. Merrill Kelly had good games, both of them. It just uh. Corbin uh, Carroll as Corbin a rookie Carroll, had an insane yeah. game. Like, um, like all their players stepped up, right? Um, Paul Seawald, absolutely great amazing. Um, two big saves, I think game three and then obviously game seven. Uh, Kevin Ginkle, their setup man. Was game three a walk off? So maybe he came in and kept the game closed. I don't know, but he came in. He pitched. Yeah. Or is the game? Uh, game three was a walk off. No, it was game four. four. It was okay. game four. Uh, game four is in game game seven. Uh, Kevin Ginkle, their setup man in the eighth inning, absolute stud, and uh, yeah, Merrill Kelly, and then yeah, Zach Allen Sharko. But the guy in Game Three who came in and pitched a gem, and I was arguing that they pulled him too early was Brandon Fott, the rookie. Yeah, um, came in at hey, Game Seven this, as well. Kept this, a, kept this shows the analytics like, oh, it works. See, and they're gonna follow it. <laughs> so it worked that time, yeah. But Game Seven came in, pitched a cool game as well. But at the end of the day, there's. They bat, their bats showed up. 
their bullpen showed up, their pitchers showed up, and uh, they're gonna need all that to win this World Series. Yeah, and they're definitely gonna need Zach Gallen to pick it up as well. So, I guess yeah. We'll, we'll go, before we get into the World Series preview, what are your thoughts on Arizona making as in the final, as a World Series? I'm are you fine with it? Like I, yeah, I think I'm fine with me it. and you are fine with it because we like ba- baseball. Baseball's like this, bro. Like no, no, no. What I'm know. saying is, I'm saying is like maybe a casual fan doesn't want to tune in now because it's Arizona and no, well, it's, no, it's not wait. Bryce Harper, right? Like I'm saying the name. Okay, yeah, but I'm just saying me, me and you, I don't care. But, like this is baseball. That's yeah, the thing. no, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you should be watching this because was, you don't know what's gonna happen. There've been close games. Listen, look, look at look at look at the NLCS. Yeah, that's prime example. Arizona was supposed to get dominated. Yeah, right. They and did the first two games. They did. I mean, they were supposed to get. They were getting dominated. Yeah, and uh, they found a way to show up, right? They, these no matter baseball is a sport where yeah. all teams are even. Yes, I know market. I'm not even getting to that. If you are a fan of baseball, right? This is how it works. Listen, you you know my thoughts on the whole underdog story. I love it. Like I'm happy for Arizona. Don't get me wrong. I just hope it's a good final, right? That's all I care about. At the yeah, end of obviously. Because I don't want no France Croatia bullshit from that World Cup in 2018. Yeah, okay, yeah. But my point is. Um, but that's also, s- yeah, different sport. I know I'm not saying yeah, that either. Right. I'm just saying in general because like we di- see we see it in, we see it in March Madness and all. all There's the no time limit. That's the biggest factor. Yeah. Um, the reason why I was kind of rooting for Philly was a I kind of wanted to see that um, fan base in a World Series atmosphere again, and b because uh, because as a Jays fan, I'm kind of pissed. I'm happy for Moreno and I'm happy for Griot. I'm not saying anything bad about that. I'm rooting for them slightly. <laughs> we lost trade. But that's why. As of right now, we lost the trade until unless Varsha goes sicko mode and we win something. But uh, Until, yeah, we win something. <laughs> but, you know, for me, we lost the trade. Just, I don't even care about the Griot part, like the Moreno part of it. But, no, that's the only reason. But, yeah, no, like my thoughts when people are saying I'm rooting for uh, Phillies because of the, the market and all that. Sure, I get it. But... An underdog story is a big story. Bro, at the end of the day, an underdog story... It's been happening. No, no, I'm just saying in any yeah, no, sport. I'm talking about those people, if they are watching, which uh, I guess they might not be, but it's been happening. The Nationals weren't supposed to win. They won in 2019. The Braves weren't supposed to win. They beat the, jo- the Dodgers. Last year's Phillies. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm talking about teams that won. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, last year's Phillies weren't supposed to be there. It was supposed to be Yeah, the no, my, my point is, like, listen... It's an underdog story. People root for the underdog. You saw the Cincinnati Bengals give it yeah, to the, there's, there's uh, give it to the uh, Rams. You seen? Uh, I don't like, others like like uh, it shouldn't be an issue. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say. I don't, yeah, like is if it, you're saying it, it's not a it's not a storyline, it's a storyline. It's a storyline. At the yeah. end of the day, it's a storyline. Just because Phillies didn't make it, I get it. Bryce Harper's a you know a super did you, star like, in this okay, league. Okay, did you hear about this? What? Like, did you hear people saying that? Jason Bruff. That's what he said? Yeah. Okay. He was tweeting it. He's like, damn, I hope Phillies make it because I don't want to see a tech. Baseball doesn't shouldn't even have a Texas, Arizona. Now, Texas are fine with because A, it's Texas. I don't like I, like, I don't like when people say that. Yeah, it should, I know, I hate it that. Like, be don't this, wrong. Should be that. that was the I case. heard so much during the Raptors run. Yeah. Freaking Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, it's not good for basketball. Like, shut the hell up. The whole point right? is, look, look how much it propelled basketball in Canada. Exactly. Shut Raptors up and do it. your job and talk about the game. And don't, <laughs> and don't talk about like, you know, which team should be in, yeah, which team no. should be out, right? I'm with the you. Team's there. I'm playing right? slight devil's advocate. I'm playing yeah. slight devil's advocate because, yes, there is a point of maybe you would rather watch, you know, Bryce Harper than Corbin Carroll in a final. I get yeah. that because you you hear it, that's the name you know. In Arizona, you don't know the names. But well, if you're actually after tuned this, in... After this NLC, yes, you should know who Corbin Carroll, Carroll Marte, all these guys are now. And because it's an under, it's a genuine underdog story. 
Yeah. Right? That's, that's the only thing. But yeah, let's get right into the World Series. Preview. And then one last point. People making that point, you're not a fan of the sport. As simple as that. That's what, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying my point yeah. was, de- I was playing devil's advocate to the casual fan. Yeah, I'm saying to you, but I'm saying. Yeah, no, devil's advocate to the casual fan. You're not a fan of the sport if you're saying that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into World Series preview, first of all. Friday starts. Friday starts. And so Friday, uh, Saturday game ones and two in let me, Texas. I'm gonna check. If, I don't know if the announcers, have, uh, the starter has been announced yet. Let's quickly check that. But uh, yeah, it's um, Texas is home, home field advantage. So maybe okay, yeah, it's maybe a, your pick should be Arizona. Evaldi, Evaldi and Gallen, game one starters. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know if Montgomery will be ready for game two. Might be game three. Yeah, no, um, I think no, it's, it's probably Montgomery still. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna there's enough that. days in. Off yeah, yeah. but uh, no, for me, it, it, first things off, are the Texas Rangers gonna win at home because <laughs> they have home field, right? We le- clearly saw Arizona with their backs t- pretty much against had, the wall. Against the wall, went to Phillies where they got dominated and won two games to win it all. Right, um, off the bat, off the bat for me, the key is Zach Gallen. Is he gonna bounce back? That and, and we're I, gonna we're gonna get the answer in game one. And uh, for me, it's like on the hitting side of things, can Simeon step up now? And Seager, and Seager, and Seager. They they both been on listen. Seager has the experience. Um, and Seager's doing it too. Seager, Scherzer has the experience, right? So you have two experienced guys. Uh, at least I'm, I'm not even talking about on the field. I'm talking about leadership and all that, right? Yeah, I guess they have Evan Longoria in a way. I'm, I I don't know if I think he has made it to a World <laughs> Series, but uh, the guy's still playing. The guy's still playing. Play. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like for me, the matchup is gonna be like, is it is this moment too big for Arizona? But at the same time, is it too big for? Um, so those those are your Texas. keys. Those are your keys. My key also my other key is Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly versus Adolis Garcia. Yeah, so that's the biggest matchup. So you're you're saying Adolis Garcia should be the. Should MVP be, yeah, of this. Essentially, yeah. But yeah, for me, like I said, Zach Allen needs to bounce back. If uh, the Diamondbacks want a chance of winning, he needs to pitch at least one good game. Because I'm sh- sure if it's a long series, he's going to be in there twice. Uh, point number two is, uh, for me, is uh, something that Diamondbacks struggled early on in the Philly series was uh, not creating enough opportunities to score, which they fixed on later. Right, because I saw a stat where like they were 0 for five in the first two games of in runners in scoring position, but the issue was it wasn't the O, it was the five. There were there's not many opportunities in two games to score runs, and yeah, so if they could like play because they're not they're not supposed to be a home run hitting team, right? They're, they're, the way they were winning games was basing off you know getting in a position to score, getting all these base hits and all that stuff, stealing bases, stealing bases, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if your home, run, home runs are always going to help. But yeah, you go predictions. That, those, are my, those are my keys. Arizona. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you out again. <laughs> Texas in six. In six. I don't know. I don't know. Texas in six. Uh, I'm going to stick by it the whole way. Unless it's like 3-0. Rangers for yeah. me, uh, quickly, my key is Scherzer as well. Like, Is, is he going to be that third guy that they need? But for me, I think Arizona steals one of these first two games, and uh, I'm gonna go with the. I'm going with the Diamondbacks in seven. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I want to see an underdog story. I do. Um, but I'm going Texas in six because I was high on them from the beginning. 
I might as well write it out now, even though I did say they were going to lose Game 7. But um, It's been a long time since Texas won, right? Oh, by the way, going back to the NCL quickly, that was Philly's first ever Game 7 in history. In history? In history. Like ev- I heard it on Halford and Brough, and they confirmed it, and they were all surprised as well. Like World Series. Any type of thing. Because when wow. the Jays beat them, it was Game 6, Joe Carter. Yeah, that was 94? 3. No, 93, 92, 90, yeah, so 93. Yeah. So, yeah, but going back to it, uh, yeah, that was a surprising stat, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, And it got to them, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're, they're not experienced uh, in the Game 7. It's clearly. Was Arizona in the finals in 01 or something like that? Yeah, that was the last time. Okay, so. Then they won in Game 7 against the Yankees. They and won it all? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if they won the it all. The last time they were in the World Series, they won it all, which oh, was okay. against the Yankees. Okay, Kurt, so. Sh- Kurt Schilling pitched. The game, I think he went like seven or eight innings, and then they were Listen. down. They were down one zero with Mariano, R- Mariano, Mariano Rivera, uh, <laughs> on the uh, coming in the save situation, and they got two runs off of him. The other to reason, win the World Series. The other reason why I went for the Rangers, Bruce Bochy. Yeah. Right. He knows how to manage a game. He's been a three-time World Series champ. Texas, I don't think has ever won it. They lost the two. They were cursed. Yeah, the curse. So like, are they uh, still cursed? Because there's I'm, no, I'm gonna double check. To be fair, they, they were supposed to win those. I feel like Texas was. They were up on the St. Louis one. Yeah, they were, I don't know about the San Francisco. I remember because I was rooting hard for Pujols, right? Yeah, so, I remember that. Uh, da- David Freeze. David Freeze. David Freeze. Yeah, <laughs> like they were supposed to win the St. Louis. Yeah, so one. they have no World Series. So they, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm for sure riding with Texas. Are, um, are they still cursed? <laughs> this, this is their best chance. <laughs> this is their best chance. Um, yeah, I'm going Texas in six. I'm believing in. I think Aldo's Garcia is the best player uh, in this series um, from both teams. It's fair to say. Pitching yeah. wise, you can't say that Arizona definitely has the better pitching staff over. It's even. Texas. It's, and really it's actually even. even now because Texas's bullpen stepped up in the in the uh, playoffs. I give uh, I give the bullpen edge to the Diamondbacks. I do, but I'm yeah. saying, but their bullpen hasn't been horrendous like it was during that. Oh yeah, did it step, right? stepped up. And Lec- like you said, Jordan Montgomery, Sabores, Nathan Ovaldi, Sabores, and Leclerc, bro. And then obviously the volatile performance of, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but I don't know my English vocabulary, of uh, Chapman. So I don't know if that makes sense I or think not. That, I think, yeah, the volatility of his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm going Texas in six. Uh, I, I'm i going with the upset, Diamondbacks in seven. And uh, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Let's see. Um, should we start betting on this? Not not like sports bet. Me and you. <laughs> just, gotta just do something. Exchange something. I don't know. Figure it out because it does money. We share L- the money loser anyways, buys mucho, <laughs> which is the same for both of us. Yeah. But, but yeah, excited one. Trust me. Tune in. Watch this young Diamondbacks team play. Go watch Adolis Garcia play, and you won't be disappointed if you guys are a casual baseball fan. Yeah. All right. If you hate baseball, then you guys don't have no reason to listen to us about this. But yeah, please do. It's a crazy underdog story. 84 win team. Yes, they were over 500, but they were the worst team out of all six or how many ever teams made the uh, 14 teams that made it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, sticking with baseball very quickly. Um, we mentioned Dusty Baker retired earlier. Another managerial news. No, it's not retirement, but we mentioned, um, you know, during some time in the episode, podcast episodes that San Diego fired or Bob, or Bob Melvin, the manager, had stepped away. So either or, he was no longer the manager. San Francisco let go of Gabe Kapler. Um, again, I think he will be a good pickup wherever he goes. But Bob Melvin is a San Francisco giant. And Bob Melvin, yeah, you could say he should have been fired or not been fired. But how, how much do you blame the manager or how much do you blame the players for not stepping up? Because you have Soto, you have Tatis, you have 
Bogarts. Bogarts and you Machado. have Machado. You have the Darvish, Dar- Musgrove, um, Snell. And who's the other guy? The defensive guy? The China? The Chinese guy? Kim. Kim, right? The good defensive hitting and decent hitter from him as well. So how much do you put it? Because Bob Melvin apparently was the A's manager and he took him to the playoffs a few times. And this is, uh, granted, the A's were better than they are now, but he still took them, right? You can't tell me that San Diego team, who I had the World I Series, think, yeah. uh, should not be, not let alone a playoff spot, should have been, should, probably should have won the division. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think it's a good hire. I think he'll come in there. San Francisco's, you know, kind of co- supposed to be, they're not like there, they're supposed to be coming up again. Of obviously, you know, they lost Gosman, they lost on the Korea. Their thing. golden ages was like the 2010 to, to 2015 year Bruce around. Bruce Bochy, Tim Lincecum, Nolan Madsen, Baumgartner. sorry, Madison Baumgartner, um, Pablo Sandoval was their third who, baseman. Ma- Madison Baumgartner, who if he wasn't DFA'd earlier in the year, would be in Does the World Series. Ring? Does he get a ring if they win? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, but yeah, and then the other news is Yankees are interested in Soto. Sure, speaking of, yeah, um, uh. Please don't do this. And uh, Listen, as a Jays fan, if, as a Jays fan, yeah, obviously. But but obviously, for you guys, neutral standpoint, we've seen Yankees make moves like this. The question is though, how many three hundred million plus players do they need? Because you have to give Soto th- at least four hundred million. Yeah, probably. you're gonna have to pay him. As simple so, as that. But yeah, um, I mean, I guess did they, they, they lack offensively for Listen, sure? Listen, they shot the bed this year. They gotta make changes. Especially right? they were complacent last year because they did well. And then Judge got hurt in their offense. Oh, Even when Judge came yeah. back, shot it wasn't the bed. Great. You got Giancarlo Stanton rounding bases like he's, I don't know, walking. He him. doesn't know how to run base yeah. run. <laughs> and, um, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, they did struggle offensively. And obviously, I'm not saying this move's not going to work if they figure it out. But the issue is, how are you going to pay him? Talks have not progressed. Um, he's making $30 million in his final year of arbitration eligibility. He's 25 years old. They're looking at some outfielders. Soto is good. We know that. So one of the best in the league. Yeah. They just, just discussed a trade, so nothing progressed. So yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. So um what else was I gonna say? Is that all? I think it is for the uh hold up, I have my guest questions for tomorrow out right now. But yeah, um World Series starts Friday. Friday. So Friday, Saturday in Texas, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in Arizona. In Arizona. And, and then, then if it goes that far, Friday, Saturday next week again in Texas. Texas. So it'll be done in a week if it's going to game seven. Okay. Right. Let's uh, get into the NFL before we get into Monday Night Football recap because I forgot to write on the board and I just saw it and I, I want to remember it. Kevin Byard traded. Oh, That's yeah, it. yeah. It's yeah. a massive trade. That's massive trade. I forgot to write that there. Um, they Kevin Byard, the safety of the Tennessee Titans, arguably the one of the more underrated safeties in the league. Mm. And when you think of the Titans, you think of two names, uh, Henry... And Jonathan, uh, sorry, what's his name? Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. And then um, even after that, you could probably think of... There's four names. T- Tannehill. There's four names. Hopkins, Henry, Simmons, and Byard. It should be Byard. And, uh, it is were, Byard, yeah. And he got traded, right? And uh, this, this should be going rebuild mode quickly on a, the Titans, right? They should be looking to rebuild. Will Levis, I think, is potentially going to yeah, start... Yeah, he's potentially starting this week. This weekend over but, Tannehill. I'm not over Tannehill. Big, uh, Tannehill's hurt. So over Malik Willis. But with Bayard, they were, you know, he was upset that they were asking him to restructure his contract. And I agree with him. Why? Because he's been your top guy on the secondary, at least. And, uh, yeah, he got traded to Philly. Philly get richer. Yeah. Uh, and, Philly, uh, Philly needed safeties, right? Terrell Edmonds is also in the trade with a fifth and a sixth, I believe. 
going to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, so, okay, but throwing C- in... CJ Gardner-Johnson was so big for them last year, and they didn't really have a proper replacement until Kevin Byard. Yeah. And they, and Philly, Sorry, I just realized I missed some and topics the, on the board that and then I'm looking the, here. Yeah, and then the Eagles uh, were already so good defensively, and this just makes them better. Because Kevin Byard is, like, one of the top safety in the league. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah, you know, everybody talks about, maybe not right now, but, like, the Tyron Matthews, the Buddha Bakers. No, and Ty- not Tyron Matthews now. No, <laughs> I'm saying not now, but I'm saying once upon a time. It was Tyron Matthew, Buddha Baker, Derwin James, jo- um, Jamal Adams. You don't hear much of Kevin Byard. And we reason why we know Kevin Byard a lot is because we're Colts fans. So, in the division, we've seen that guy ball out. And uh, so... People know Kevin this Byard, is a, yeah. This is a second... Um, Trade they made with Philly. So this is the return overall. So Eagles received AJ Brown, which by the way, thank you uh, um, Titans for getting rid of the one guy that destroys the Colts. And yeah. you guys, sh- I don't know why you wouldn't pay the guy. Um, Kevin Byard. Titans received Traylon Burks, Malik no. Willis, yeah, Terrell Edmonds, and then another fifth and sixth. round five pick and a round six pick. And then the question was, who wins this trade? Shut up. <laughs> we all know who won who, who this trade. Who do you trade. think won this trade? Huh? Who, who, who do you think? Obviously, I'm saying as Who do you think won this trade? Yeah. Like, like you, you got, got you got the two best players on the team. Anyone potentially. involved. Yeah, and a fifth and a sixth. Yeah, the first turn out to be Traylon Burks, but we haven't seen anything special from him yet. Yeah. Right. And to your point. Brown. <laughs> to your point. Man has five straight games of 125 plus yards. To your point. The Titans are probably going to rebuild their rumors and now D-Hop will be in back on the trade market. Should be. Um, Henry's on the trade market. Uh, should be. Uh, Tannehill's on the trade market. Should be. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're getting rid of Jeffrey Simmons, right? I'll, so, I'll keep Simmons, yeah. Um, but if I, if I were them, put him on the you market. Can't, you kind of need to keep someone. But as a Colts fan, uh, please get rid of him. Yeah. But yeah, as simple as this, right? Like, that, uh, Eagles are fleecing the Titans. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Eagles are getting better and better. And, uh, obviously, coming off a big win. Uh, they're going to look to try to stack those wins and be the number one seed again in the NFC. Other NFL news, Frank Clark is back with the Seahawks. So he was released, he went to visit, and uh, he's back with the Seahawks. So that being said, let's get into Monday Night Football. Recap, upset. Again, upset, yeah. we're not jinxes. I know it looks like because we, we picked them easily. NFL Live crew picked all of I think they all picked them. Everyone picked them. Monday Night Football Countdown picked them. And to be fair, it's Vikings without Jefferson. That too. Right. And uh, Kirk Cochains is back. Uh, Kirk Cousins finally performed on a primetime game. Oh, wait, who? <laughs> Kirk Cochains. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> why I got confused. He, he played like Kirk Cochains. It wasn't Kirk Cousins playing. Yeah. Because Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins had a good game. Obviously, Jordan Addison, a guy we're projecting to step up, stepped up big time. Um, TJ Hawkinson was obviously there. and But their defense. Yeah. Brian Flores. No, no. Before we go to even that side, Yeah. Kirk Cousins did not get sacked. Against this defense as well too, and you yeah. would know that because you have Niners on fantasy. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, as well as that, that's big as well. But yeah, their defense, uh, they they got to Brock Purdy, they picked him off twice, right? And um, Hor- the first one horrible, the second one I know you were, you kind of have no choice. You're but forcing it, forcing it, yeah. it, but the first one was brutal. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I, like I was really high on that they have Brian Flores, but I don't know if they had the personnel, and obviously they still have personnel issues on. Because Neil Hunter on the trade market, and he's also on the trade block too, but. He's having a good year. He's he's up there in sacks, and uh, they they just you know really slowed down this heavy hitting offense. So that's McCaffrey, two. Kittle, and all these guys. So that's two games with Brock Purdy, um, going down, uh, and, and um, going down like 
kind of not being Brock Purdy. So remember the question I asked you, is it Brock Purdy? Is it Kyle Shanahan? Now it goes back down to earth. I'm not going to overreact right now. This is because dude's, dude's uh, first two losses ever. The first one, <laughs> I'll give him a pass because the guys got injured, right? McCaffrey and Debo. And he put him in the team. He put the team to place to this win. This game, I don't think he played bad except for the pick. Right, like if I were to look at his stats, but he wasn't he wasn't the block party in Dallas. That's the issue. Yeah, that that was a difference. That's the issue. Like Cleveland Browns is kind of not on him because he kind of put him in a chance to win. The kicker's got to make kicks. He was twenty one for thirty one uh, TD two picks, uh, two seventy two yards. But McCaffrey, yeah, no, like at the end of the day, we're not. This is not overreaction. This is the first time he's facing adversity yeah. in his career. Right, so we'll just see how he bounces back. Well, um, he, he won't have. He's a not going to bounce back this week because he's in concussion protocol. So your boy Sam Darnold is probably going to be the starter. Please step up. The my issue boy. is, it's against the Bengals. Okay, so the what, Bengals. we're gonna uh, we want to get into that now. Yeah, just just one more thing. Let me just quickly finish here. Uh, Vikings, uh, by the way, are three and four. So so I don't think Kirk Cousins will get traded now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. But yeah, simple as that. Uh, Jefferson, if Daniel Hunter gets traded, I don't know how. I don't know how Vi- Vikings still there. NFC. Wild card spots are pretty simple to get into. They're open. They're really? open. They're wide open. Uh, divisions should be on lock, but I think they do still play the Lions twice. That's big, still. It's Lions still big games. Got their ass kicked, right? As so. well, but at the end of the day, they're a five and two team and a three and four team is still a big difference. Yeah. Between the two. Oh, so this is how. Since I just have it pulled up, this is how he got the concussion. But yeah, so it looks like it's gonna be Sam Darnold um, coming in, and I'm rooting for the guy. Because uh, I still kind of believe the last little bit of a hope I have is now only because With Shanahan. Yeah, only because of Kyle Shanahan. So our game of the week, our collective game of the week. Um, do you want to get? In, we'll talk about it, or do you want to do the? Let's do it right now. Let's right. do it. Uh, Cincinnati is versing. Um, Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is versing San Francisco. San Francisco, and uh, yeah, I mean San Francisco are obviously the favorites because they've been better than Cincinnati. But you don't have your quarterback. You don't have your receiver and Debo Samuel as well. Yeah. Whereas uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are coming off a bye week. They're coming off a win the week before. And uh, we'll see if they're. this is their kind of, you know, Joe Burrow might be rested. I don't know if he's fully healthy yet. We'll see, but the, the bye week is definitely going to help. So it's going to it's kind of it's gonna be a tough matchup for San Fran in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that O-line hasn't been holding up, right? So like, yeah, with the potential that we should be. Uh, without Trout Williams last game as well. And... Uh, you might have a hungry Niners team now after well, losing that game. So, they Niners right now questionable. Trent Williams, you know, underrated defense in Cincinnati. At the end of the day, they're they're good. Debo Samuel's out for sure. Um, Brock Purdy is questionable, but it's looking like it's Sam Darnold. And those are the big ones that I see here. And then from the other side, I don't see anyone really that I know. Or Orlando Brown is injured. Oh, okay, yeah, that's big. <laughs> he is questionable, though. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just... San Fran's defense. Are they going to uh, Are they gonna take over this game? If they take over this game, I think that's the only... Uh, the big reason why they're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be because of uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, if it's him. But at the end of the day, if you have McCaffrey... Sam Darnold? Reunited with Christian McCaffrey, That's and he was undefeated with Christian McCaffrey, and that was Matt Rule. Yeah, <laughs> calling. I don't know if he was calling. But yeah, no, this is going to be a lot of you know heavy McCaffrey and heavy good defense. Probably Kittle game, as well. right? Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk's been good as well. So, but, but on the other side, Bengal side, uh, 
Can Joe Burrow? We uh, need a good game from them, right? They haven't would, had a great game. Oh, yet. see, their last game was a good game. The only issue was it was Arizona. No, they. What was, was other game? Seahawks. Oh yeah, it was the Seahawks. The week World four was Arizona, but they're coming off. A they two, were off a bye week. They're off a bye yeah, week. So, so, they're, so they're rested. They're two weeks in a row. That's what I just said. They were yeah. on the bye week, so that's why I said Joe Burrow's calf should be kind of you know hopefully in a better spot. But yeah, this is this is gonna be a tough one for the Niners, in my opinion. I think. This is what you call. Uh, this is a good upset pick if we were to make our upset pick right now on yeah. this game. But uh, before we continue week eight, a week eight preview, let's go re- finish off with our superlatives um, for NFL Week Seven. Uh, By the way, power rankings are out now. Go check it out on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. Disappointment, obviously, as a joke, when we say the refs from the Colts Browns games. Refs in general. But we'll get over it. Even Did you not see what Ursa said? NFL agreed. Did you see the Ursa tweet? <laughs> yeah, NFL agreed. That's it was bullshit. I, I hate that. The two minute report in NBA. Or in NHL and this, like, what, what, are you, you going to change the game? Are you going to find the refs? You find the players are talking shit about the refs. Find the refs. Find NBA the refs. is doing a better job. They fired one, I think. Yeah, find the so, refs. <laughs> find the refs. Fred got one guy suspended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they got to do better. That's for sure. Because they agree both calls were brutal. Brutal. But yeah, um, if you're going with actual teams, I'm going to go start off with the Green Bay Packers. Anytime you lose to the Denver Broncos... You are a disappointment. One second. The most obvious upset is Buffalo. Just get that out of the way. We're not going to talk about much. Because that's collective. That should be your collective. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Packers. Anytime you lose to the Broncos, you are a disappointment. <laughs> All right? You kind of... <laughs> trying to. I was about to go on a little mini little Packers rant. Packers week one was definitely an overreaction. If you're talking about an overreaction... Oh, yeah, 100%. It was the Green Bay Packers. 100%. And uh, it came to a point where... Because we put them low. In our and uh, I did, and th- there's a reason why in I my pickums and I dominated my pickums. Yeah, yeah. I picked the other team. I picked the Broncos. Yeah, I didn't pick. I didn't pick. Yeah. I, picked, I the picked the Broncos for this reason. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, we overreacted to them definitely, but at, ultimately, so far, we're looking right because we put them low in the NFC North. Yeah, uh, for me, my upset again. I'm not gonna go with the obvious ones. Detroit, the obvious one. Miami, San Francisco, and Buffalo. The one I was gonna go with. Is the Washington Commanders? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's uh, fair. Now I was the one who said San Francisco, uh, New York will be fin- Giants will be finishing second. Obviously, I take that back. I will say they'll finish third, but I picked the Giants to win this game. Um, but seven points. And now, granted, your defense held up, and they only scored fourteen points. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is playing as well. But Tyrod Taylor is playing, yeah. But seven who, points. Who? Has the same amount of touchdown passes as Daniel Jones, but continue. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know how they had seven points. Eric Bieniemy, I don't know what you what happened. Obviously, you got the most sacked guy in the league in Sam Howell, but you also have a weak O line on the other side. Yeah, Darren Waller fi- uh, showed out a little bit more. Finally, yeah. So yeah, I mean, my my upset, I don't know, not too much because obviously we were, we recorded our guest video that day, so when we missed the afternoon games, so I couldn't get tuned yeah. in after. But get Sam Howell no line. Yeah. <laughs> as well he's not bad like he's able I to. see something in Sam Howell like I'm actually like I'm rooting for Sam Howell like I genuinely do see something he in was him. sacked six times that game like I genuinely Kerry McLaurin at least got targeted nine times which is the most uh, on like the other week but Jahan yeah Jahan Dodson got targeted eight times as well so yeah uh, it has to be the commanders for me figure it out I'm tired of talking about the Saints otherwise it would have been the Saints again and uh, yeah uh, surprise of the week Oh, well. Chicago. For me, Chicago. I was going to go upset with the uh, Raiders, which is still an upset, but because I was going to talk about Chicago, I want to give them the a credit. 
Tyson Bajent, 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 undrafted rookie, I think. D2 player. D2 player. Um, Josh McDaniels better be fired this week. I don't know how he's not fired yet. You lose to freaking Jeff Saturday, the only win he had. And now you uh, lose to this guy. Um, yeah, like, if it, I'll get it if the game was close. But you got your ass kicked. It was 30 to 12. Simple as that. Like, yeah, that's it. Destroyed. Chicago. And start Aiden O'Connell. Like, if this was Fields, I would have not picked it. Right? Because I expected Fields to win. Start Aiden O'Connell. Uh, he had ten. He went 10 for 13. So, yeah, he should have started Aiden McDonald's. Uh, McConnell, sorry. Aiden O'Connell. O'Connell. Uh, yeah, Tyson Badgett, a decent game. What do you expect him to do? Deontay Foreman ran the ball well. Same with uh, Evans, Darrington Evans, right? And yeah, DJ Moore, obviously doing DJ Moore things. Darnell Mooney had a good game. Yeah, so, and Deontay Foreman had a couple of good catches. So, simple as that. That's a double upset and a thing. But yeah, Josh McDaniels, thank God we didn't, you said no to the Colts. Yeah, please. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Good job. Uh, For me, I'm going with obvious boring one. But anytime Kirk Cousins performs on prime time, it is a surprise. <laughs> the, especially without Jefferson, right? And uh, yeah, my, like Kirk Cousins obviously could have thrown more picks. Obviously got saved by Addison on one, I think, at end of the second quarter. Yeah. But yeah, Jordan Addison, like seven receptions, two TDs, 123 yards. It's just an incredible performance. Kirk Cousins had 378 yards himself. And yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give props to the Vikings, give props to Kirk Cousins because uh, it was prime time, and prime time Kirk is real. And uh, this time it was Kirk O'Chains running prime time, yeah, and not the regular Kirk Cousins. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Week eight preview. We already said our collective game of the week is the Bengals Niners. We just talked about it. So we don't need to go All on. All right, so our games to keep an eye on for me. It is the Houston Texans versus Carolina Panthers. So this is the game because um, a can he, this is a potential game the Panthers could win, and I picked them to win personally. Yeah. Um, you have the battle of the one and two because there are rumors that the GM and Frank Reich wanted Stroud, and the owner Dave Tippett wanted Young. Bryce Young. But obviously Frank Reich came out and said, "Yeah, we picked the right guy." Obviously, he's not going to say no. The truth will come out whenever he gets fired. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I think that's the game to keep eye on. The battle of the fir- but first and two, one, one and two picks. Um, and on top of that, you have Carolina trying to get the first one. And this is also potential upset w- consideration. Uh, for me, game of the... I want to keep eye on Rams-Cowboys. Um, like I said, the Rams are proving me wrong, right? Their O-line held up well. Stafford's playing... Stafford's been upright. Uh, Puka Nakua, obviously... Again, back at it again. Uh, Cooper Cup, obviously. So, and Aaron Donald. Like, they have the pieces to win games. They have the pieces to beat this Dallas Cowboys team. What? You're making no, that No, I face? messed up on my week seven impress. Because I was struggling to say it. It was the Colts. <laughs> who dropped 38 on, oh, on, yeah, on no. that defense. But we, we're, we're not going to revisit that now. But yeah. but yeah, and then obviously... You know, transitioning to my player matchup. My matchup is uh, the Cowboys. I mean, I wish Trayvon Diggs was healthy, but he's not. Was, so I'm going to go with Gilmore versus Cup or uh, Cup or Nakua, whoever he's on. That was one of mine, but I had But a- yeah, um, that was definitely going to be my pick because uh, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua are just absolute killers. So hurry up um, <laughs> For me, oh yeah, that's why, because I was considering that and I forgot what my other backup one was. Giants, Jets. 
Battle of the defenses. Battle of the trenches. Simple as that. We obviously see how bad um, the Giants' O-line was. The Jets' O-line ain't that great. But both their D-lines are amazing. And in terms of blitz packages and pressures and all that stuff, right? Giants have been killing it since the Buffalo game. They killed it, obviously, this game. Dexter Lawrence, Bobby O'Karrick has been was balling the last two weeks. Shout out former Colt. Um, and then you have um, Kayvon Thibodeau on one side. You got Quentin Williams on the other side. Yeah, so I think I just want to see the battle of the trenches. I'm going big man. Shout out Marcus Spears. But so, yeah. yeah, so for me, for basically from where I'm getting there, if I were to pick a player like one on one, if obviously they're not going to face each other one on one. Yeah. But who's going to get more pressures, Quentin Williams? Or tackles for losses in the run game. Quentin yeah. Williams or Dexter Lawrence. The other obvious one was was my game I'm watching the QB matchup, the one and two battle. Stroud yeah, and yeah. Young, and uh, yeah, upside alert for me. I put the Texans. Okay, but I was, I'll, I'll I was you, gonna go. I'll let you that. say that. No, but you could say it because I have. No, I, I like my other one too. I like my other one too. Chargers. No. Okay, you say Texans. Who's the other one? Um, the one that you said Rams and Rams. Oh, so the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, so Cowboys, uh, for me, I went with the Texans and the Chargers. Uh, Chargers, they just... Texans and Chargers? That's my two upset. Like, they're oh. going to get upset. Uh, they could get upset. I would go with Chargers more just because they're the Chargers and they find a way to charge it up and they have <laughs> not been good. I can't pick that one. If Tyson Badgett... Tyson Badgett, baby. <laughs> By the way, JC Jackson's balling again, apparently. <laughs> it's a Bill Belichick effect. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm going with that. And then the, obviously Texans. Um, I agree with that. As well. Like Panthers need a win. To come Was this the game we projected that the Panthers will get their first win? Remember yeah, I asked you that question like three weeks Colts ago? Colts as well. Just but because we said this one mainly. Yeah, they're, this they're one. home. So that's why I'm saying... Another reason why I'm saying Colts as well just because Frank Reich... Yeah, true. So, but uh, I but went this Rams. Was, this was one of them. Yeah. I went Rams. I don't know why they're minus six and a half. Cowboys lost to the freaking Cardinals. And uh, who's guarding, uh, who's a, what do you call it, defending uh, one of Cup or Nakua? Because we know Gal- Gilmore's got one side of the field. Yeah. Who's the other? Um, question. Mar- the question mark is, we know what it is, is the O-line versus that D-line. Micah Parsons. So... We all know how we could kind of stop Michael Parsons, which is get a fullback involved or an extra blocker. Triple team him. <laughs> something like that. And the Rams, obviously, because Michael was a quiet until that last like drive of the Rams that led to Justin Herbert's interception, right? Yeah, the so, sack and then Gilmore pick. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going with that one, though. I won't be surprised if the Rams win. Simple as that. Did I pick the Rams? Probably, I don't think I did, but I think that was the one. But the one that I actually picked is the Panthers upsetting um, the Texans. All right, so those are NF- that's our NFL talk for today. We're going to move on to quick fire. Starting off with the UFC, we got another disappointment. Last card, we had Oliveira, you know, um, uh, pull out. This time, John Jones got injured and needs to pull out of the game, uh, pull out of the fight, and then they just cancel the fight in general. Where they yeah, because there's no point Stipe fighting yeah. anyone else. Like, What does what he got to prove? Yeah. He destroyed Cormier twice already. Yeah. And that's the, This is the only guy left. Um, do you have the backup fight? No, I don't have it. Uh, uh, I'll pull it up. I have it. Up, I yeah. Have it. Um, so yeah, like you mentioned, John Jones is out. I think it's a Torah tendon in his pectoral muscle and uh, pec, sorry, and will require a surgery, which will keep him out of action for eight months. Now, I saw a thing where Steep is no longer in the UFC anymore either. So, and Steep is only getting older. So now this was supposed to happen in November. The bout is now Yuri uh, Prochatska and Alex Pereira is now the main, main event. event. Um, 
And then the fight that got replaced with the interim heavyweight is Sergey Pavlo- Pavlovich and Tom Aspinall. I'll be honest with you, I never heard of these guys. The only heavyweights I knew were Cyril Gaon, Derek Lewis, Stephen Miocic, and now John Jones. So yeah, I'll um, be intrigued when we watch this. The main event is still a stud main event. Yeah, right. You're obviously. getting to see Yuri first time since he defended, or yeah, since yeah. he won the belt. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Alex Pereira moving up, and uh, he beat Jan, right? Yeah, he beat Jan in his last fight when yeah. it was a light heavyweight debut, and uh, we'll see what he does there. There's gonna be a good fight there, so that's kind of a good news in that way that we're still gonna have a what's supposed to be a solid main event as well. Yeah, so it's still November 11. We'll see. Obviously, it's no John, John Jones, though. That's the only issue. By the way, um, before we get to the boxing, because uh, no one cared about it, clearly. I forgot myself. <laughs> John Jones is ranked number one. Pound uh, pound. As well, yeah. Do you agree with that, or do you think it's Makachev? I, I would have given him Makachev, personally. But at the end of the day, like... It's John Jones. To give it to like him, legacy I, I wise and how guess, easily yeah, he destroyed gone. Exactly. But he definitely should be dropped now because of injury. But yeah, no, sticking well, mix of UFC and boxing. Uh Francis Nagano Tyson Furies this weekend. And to be honest with you, I had no I completely forgot about it till this week. It's until I saw Twitter. Belt. But the problem is everybody's treating this fight wanted to treat this fight like it was um McGregor Mayweather. The difference is you have the greatest boxer of all time. Versing the, you know, at the time, the top the UFC time, guy, top but UFC also guy. the biggest shit talker ever, right? Like the guy who well, actually... Well, their press conferences. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, if people expected Nagano to be freaking McGregor, who's... Everybody knew McGregor was going to lose that fight. Yeah. But talk your way to make sure you, you believe, oh, he'll probably get it done. Like, yo, he you, might Nagano actually ain't that man. guy. Yeah. Tyson Fury talks shit, but his talk shit is annoying. <laughs> yeah. In a sense, right? Um... There's apparently a belt they'll give to the winner, which is uh, what the oh, hell? It's a useless belt. Um, let me. Uh, I want to confirm if it's ten rounds or not. That's what I want. Yeah, you check. do that. I do this. Give your prediction. Um, Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Knockout or decision? Like, argue. I don't even know if this is an exhibition or not. That's the thing. I mean, it's not for the belts. I count it as exhibition. <laughs> they the belts are the not record. on the line. That's what pissing me off, right? And obviously, Ngannou doesn't deserve anything to get the belts right away, which is kind of understandable, but at I don't care because there's nothing on stake. There's nothing at stake. Nagano's 6'4". Yeah, he is huge. Huge. No, but the other guy's 6'9". He's bigger. <laughs> Nagano's older. Nagano's older? Yes. Wow. He's 36. Yeah, I'm going with Tyson 10 Fury. 10 rounds. I'm going with Tyson Fury. It's 10 rounds. He is a boxer. Yeah, by the way, a Canadian, uh, no, there's a Canadian heavyweight fighting on this. This is a whole heavyweight card. Wow, actually. <laughs> and a Canadian heavyweight, it's the third last fight. <laughs> so... Against Joseph Canadian. Parker, who I heard is good. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, Tyson my prediction. Um, you're not. You're not fighting any boxer. You're fighting yeah. pound for pound for pound the best in the world right now. I think he gets. Yeah. I don't think he gets clean KO because I don't think Fury clean kills anyone really like that. I think it's ref stoppage. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, the equivalent version of Deontay Wilder is Francis Ngannou of the UFC. They should have fought. If anything. Yeah. Now, yeah. Deontay Wilder also called out Joshua. He's like, "It would be a shame if he never fight, like publicly himself." Um. But it would be a shame. I don't know, man. Like I would have been interested in this fight if the promos are real. Like who who is current the current UFC version of McGregor? That will talk all that shit. It's still decent. I ain't no Dylan Dana's bullshit. Yeah, and we'll do that. Like who will talk all that shit? I mean, it just, is it Izzy? But I don't even know. then, he ain't McGregor level. No one's McGregor level talking shit. But at the end of the day, like like you said, the promos for this were like, okay, we kind of forgot it happened. It's Fury just talking shit, and Fury knows he's gonna win. Um, uh, you're facing the greatest heavyweight a, right now. Exactly. 
right? Like, yeah. Um, enough. They're calling the thing that for no, me. No, last thing. The thing that pisses what? me off about this is they're calling it who's the baddest man for this fight. Okay. That, that's not that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, enough said about this. Um. um okay. The, the promo said it itself. <laughs> we forgot it happened. All right. We I realize there's more now. soccer news than what I put there. But yeah. As well. Let's uh, move on to the. Let's get into NBA. Let's get into NHL because there's news. There's actually big news there. Yeah. Um. First off. Well, the big news is the pride tape. It's it's rescinded. Um, makes sense. Um, NHL, you're clowns. You're uh, s- like you added a problem that wasn't supposed to be a problem. Um, did we talk about Travis Dermott last time? Yes. Okay, we, so we Travis Dermott, just a refresher that he's the one that put tra- pride tape on his tape or stick. Um, not a lot, but he still put it. And yeah, like at the end of the day, like I I can like huge props to him because like what are you gonna find him? You think I'm gonna be backlash? And ultimately. It, they rescinded it. Uh, people are obviously calling him out there. <laughs> I think Dumba called him out as well. Many people called him. Uh, out. Many people called him out. Dumba was. Do one you of think them. they'll bring back the jerseys for any, not just Pride, but everything? I don't know about that. Like because I, like, I think well, this is what happened. Not this because, year. Because no, obviously not this year. Yeah. Maybe depending on like if it's a collective thing. Like I don't know why hockey can't fight cancer got canceled. <laughs> that makes no. That makes that's no sense. Everything got canceled, right? Yeah, but like. That one should be a, that's a collective thing. Yeah, right? yeah. that's so stupid. That's stupid too. Um, my point is the charities that are involved might not make as much money as they would. Yeah, right. The percentage of the thing, because as people put it, um, and reporters have put it, you would much rather pay for a game worn or a prac or a pre warm up worn game jersey worn of Pedersen. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You, said, you said this too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Especially with us being in the Punjabi community, he wore it in Punjabi, yeah. right? That's worth like way more than just like, okay, here's a Patterson jersey. Now, maybe he could sign it, sure, but that's game worn or warm up. Warm worn. up. Well, you wore it. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with a guy like Dakota Joshua. Yeah, the Patterson stench on the jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethan Baird's a big one when it comes to the indigenous community, right? Exactly. So, uh, it was stupid. Like, but it, they did the right thing, but the stupid thing they, they had well, to Well, like you said, right? Like, because of one couple players calling out saying I'm not going to wear the jersey they just cancelled every single thing yeah. possible there is, which ridiculous. is which is the biggest stupidest thing um, I've heard of but yeah so that's that was the biggest story um, otherwise give you guys an FYI if it happens the potential guest will be an NHL guest and an NFL guest you guys could take your guesses on who it is and we'll bring this up to him as well it's a him that's the only hint you'll get um, and for the NHL one look Potential Sunday if everything goes well. Yeah, if uh, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and then days. the NFL one potential Friday. Um, other thing I want to bring up though, they did the Frozen Frenzy. Now, we I think it's more American based because it's ESPN, and the thing with us is a you were at exams or even if we wanted to watch it, and then b we had a, I had the volleyball game I guess. Yeah, yeah. But um, so essentially what it was they played all 16 teams played in the second time ever this happened this 16 teams played games started at 3 and were in 15 minute stretches uh, Craig Button there's two sides to look at it Craig Button brought up a good point saying NHL Network already does this um, so that's the other thing the other backlash slight backlash the idea was great I'm, I'm condemning for yeah, yeah. but the backlash was two th- big things were happening Tuesday one game 7 and LCS other thing and be a tip off. They did the wrong day. So they, they, they did, did it on the wrong day. They did do it on the wrong day. But at the same time, how does it work? Because with the NFL, you have a lot of stoppages, right? And like red zone makes sense in NFL. Because I'm saying, and yeah. you have a lot of stoppages. Whereas hockey is like continuous. It's yeah, like are you gonna say, oh, offside? Let's go here. Let's go there. Yeah, it's, 
It's a good way to maybe uh, let's see, right? <sighs> Huge shout out to Pat McAfee because he's promoting the shit out of NHL in America. Yeah, yeah. Right. First take, get up these ESPN. I don't know how much Fox Sports does it. It's the Pick same. It it's the same sports all over and over. That's again, the annoying right? part. Like th- even here, what like, the okay, yo, NFL's big. Don't get me wrong. 100 and NBA. First take, NFL's big. Obviously, when it's NFL season, they're gonna talk NFL heavy. Yeah. I haven't seen a proper segment of the MLB playoffs yet on first day. Exactly my point. Zero. I think there's probably one. A little Probably a little thing. Yeah. But like the playoffs are on and you're... What's his name? involved. Mad Dog's involved so on Wednesdays you might have it a little bit. Yeah, but but like there's zero. Like I heard zero playoff talk. Yeah. It's like even here locally when they constantly talk about the Canucks losing I got tired of it because like I'm like it's the same thing over and over. Like Drance saying the same thing and I... Yeah, whether you agree or disagree with that's a different story. I, there's a reason why we're doing variety. There's a reason why we're jumping from MLB to NFL now NHL. We, we, get, we get bored. We easily. get bored of one thing, we, especially if it's the same story our over and over. Fans are shit. And <laughs> to your point about first take, it's not even like to do NFL. It's Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Rogers. Where's the Colts? Where's the Browns? Where's the you know, I don't know the Lions. Exactly. Like that, right? Yeah. Like it's NBA wise, it's like LeBron. Everything's LeBron related, and I get it. I'm a Laker fan. I'm fine. Like I'm, I get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's why I like listening to through the wire because it's variety of NBA talk, right? But yeah, um I like the idea. I wish we could see it somehow. And um pick a pick a better day. Pick a better day though. That's the thing. That that was not a good day to that do. That was it. not a good day at all. Yeah. Uh, the problem with doing it on a Saturday is they got to do it after college football. Because I saw someone they're saying Canada should do it on a Saturday, which makes total sense. Like a Canadian version of it. Like seven, so like SportsNet yeah. or CBC whoever yeah, yeah. um does it. Because in America, it's not going to work till college football is over. Yeah, like if you're doing America, you can't do Sunday. You can't do Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Monday and now Thursday. Now it's fine. Monday and season tip-off is done. Yeah, but Monday and Thursday are a little bit tough as well. It's like just NFL one game. But I know, but people tune so in. I think that. the perfect day is like a Wednesday. No, but Wednesday is like big on ESPN. Doesn't, um, so the reason why they did it on Tuesday was because TNT does it, not ESPN. ESPN does... Um, their national games are so Wednesday. So Tuesday is the best day. Wednesdays and Fridays. Tuesday is the best day to do it. So it's Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah. Uh, you can't even say Friday because a lot of teams play on Saturday. Like yeah. You got you to gotta keep Saturday busy as well. Yeah. Um. So that's NHL. That's the NHL side of things. So again, we have a guest. Hopefully. You'll get more record. NHL stuff, yeah, on the weekend. Hopefully, if yeah. everything goes well. Uh, uh, oh, lopsided. Oh, sorry. One last thing with the NHL. Today, obviously. Did you see the oh, yeah. Devils of uh, Devils Capitals, Cassie? right? So I'm on the sky train. I'm like, oh, three nothing Capitals. to see what's going. I turn my phone off, turn it off, l- turn exactly. it on back on. One minute later, and I'm like, three three. What the hell happened? I saw that four three. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see four three. I, I saw three three. On, so it became yeah. four three. So the period was three nothing Caps, four nothing um, Devils. Devils, and then three nothing Caps again. But being said, I want to see Ovechkin if he scored or not. He didn't score in the first period. But yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about the NHL. Shout out yeah. to Max, by the way, you're winning. <laughs> oh yeah, man, you're making us happy. <laughs> Whoever who would have thought that was gonna happen. Um, okay, let's get into the NBA because we have a lot of soccer news to get into as yeah, well. Yeah, so NBA season, season opener. opener. Every team has played except two, which is the one I wanted to watch. The Bucks. Yeah, Bucks Sixers. Speaking of the Sixers, Harden is back, but he ain't traveling, so he's missing the first two games. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see that game today if I could. Uh, season opener. Uh, nuggets are still good. Nuggets are still over early, very early game <laughs> ones overreactions. The Nuggets are still good. Nuggets are still good. They got their rings. Um, Warriors are looking up and down. Uh, it was a good they game. Got, they didn't have Draymond Green, so it's a big. It was loss. A, it was a decent game. It was still a close game. Yeah. Right? Wembenyama debut. Uh, foul trouble. We were watching that right before. A lot of foul trouble, but and the guy's massive. He's gonna. It don't matter trouble. because he still showed up in the fourth quarter. Yeah. San Antonio, definitely number one team for. 
fun team to watch. Yeah, Dallas um, was kind of boring. It was still a lot of ISO heavy. But yeah, uh, Derek Lively, shout out to him. Derek Lively, yeah, absolutely helped out massively. But at the end of the day, when you have Luca and Kyrie, right, it's kind of kind of decent. I still don't mind watching it, right? Like they're hitting big shots. What are your Zion played as well? I want to see how Ben Simmons did. He didn't do good. I don't think he did good. It was Cam Thomas show. Uh, he got nine assists and ten rebounds. Yeah, about points points per die. I don't think. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I don't expect him. Yeah, I, f- I feel like. Um, but yeah, but Cam, you're, Cam no. Thomas showed up that game. Uh, your thoughts on the Raptors? Are they fun after game one? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, uh, do you one like thing helps w- is that like I get to see multiple players play instead of like the same six with Nick so, Nurse. <laughs> because Nick uh, Nurse's rotation was like what seven man. Technically, right? he kind of did this. He did an eight man. Because Malachi played nine, Grady Dick played two, but Jalen McDaniels played sixteen. Malachi, that's nine for Malachi is pretty decent. Yeah, three points to assist. Hopefully, yeah. he gets more because he need a solid guard. But good, great debut for Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, hundred percent. He had a good uh, game. Considering uh, Scotty had five blocks, a lot of yeah, a lot of five blocks, okay, It was so. terrible shooting percentage but for both defense. teams. For both teams, but yeah, okay. Scotty Barnes looked like the all-around player like he was. Five blocks. 15 points. He did everything. One he thing was I everywhere heard is the, the ball movement in general in the preseason and you probably watched it too. Yeah, it was, it was better. It was definitely better. Uh, new buy-in, obviously. A lot uh, of getting open shots. It's, not, it's just a matter of making shots now, right? And being efficient. A couple of other things that I'm just noticing right now. Shea doing Shea things. Yeah. 31 a, points, 10 assists, 5 uh, I think the Pacers have like one of the most points in the opening NBA opener game. Well, I think they hit their own record, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Or something. So, 143, classic, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, Bruce Brown had a good debut as well for them. Jordan Poole, only 18. Yeah, Wizard dropped like 120 themselves as yeah, well. The straight, they're straight offense, bro. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, Bruce Brown was a good deb- Scoot, debut for Pacers. Scoot, the team we thought was fun, he struggled. Scoot struggled, sure. yeah. Um, yeah, may, maybe points are going to be tough to get, but I expected him to be a better playmaker at least. Which is still tough as a point guard. Don't get me wrong. He got ended up with four assists though. Cause he started off pretty bad. The upset for me, Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte I was gonna Hornets. bring that up, but I love it. Brandon Miller had a decent game too. Uh, Lamelo Ball played. Why uh, was Brandon Miller off the bench? Ice tray was very cold. Is <laughs> that is very cold because he was not in a good way. Huh? Not in a good way. Four for nineteen still. 14 for 15. He had 15 free throws, though. Exactly. But, yeah, so those, like, kind of, like... Uh, I wish the freaking box played. Now I had to wait till freaking Sunday to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, that's so. for sure. Or Monday for you uh, guys. Heat beat the Pistons. Yeah, we didn't go through each one, though. Yeah. Um, uh, other thing I want Other big news that came out of this. The All-Star is back to East versus West. I'm slightly disappointed because we were talking about it a week ago. And I was saying try World versus U.S. Now, granted, a lot of U.S. players might not get the opportunity, but because um, it's essentially Team USA Olympics at that point. Exactly, yeah. But at the same time, well, it depends on injuries, too. Like, I wanted to see it for one year, right? Because you would have a lineup of Shea, Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, and off the bench, you probably would have, like, Jamal Murray, Kristaps Porzingis. Um, I don't know on the top of my head who else could it be. On the other side, is all you already know, it's going to be the Team USA Power Rangers, essentially. Technically, Embiid's USA. Oh, yeah, true. Embiid's <laughs> USA. So, Siakam, I guess, yeah. on the top of my head. Um, piece of shit. Embiid's <laughs> <laughs> American now, guys. Um, I'm wondering if it's still the pickup rules, though. Because technically, the first year they did it, it was East-West when Kobe passed away. So, it was... A, uh, yeah, it was East-West. Yeah. It was East-West, but they did the pickup thing, and it was the greatest thing we ever seen, right? Yeah, so they should kind of so keep it, it like that, yeah. The problem isn't, like, I 
I don't think that there was a problem with the draft though. The draft was entertaining. It, the problem is the game, not the format. Yeah, that's the issue. The game because the draft provides you like, okay, yo, I want to see like LeBron play with like Kevin Durant, right? I want to see freaking uh, Shea play with. Isn't like, the Luka. West more stacked than the East? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Actually, mean, no, the, the star power, going. star power, so it's fine. Yeah, it'll still match up. I think depth wise, will be depth more wise west. is more west. Yeah, but like if I'm talking about like the star power is pretty similar. But yeah, um. East versus West. I don't see anything about. I don't. I don't. Game. I don't hate it, but yeah. Yeah, for me, no, no. The game will be going back to four traditional twelve without a target. Yeah, no, no. It's boring. It's back to the twelve tar- target score. They, I guess they're trying to back say to like, target score. No, sorry, back to the original. The original. Regular. Yeah, yeah. Now, does that mean they have a fresh set of eye change and want to see it? I don't think it's gonna be anything special though. Yeah, I mean it's all. The target score <laughs> was fun to watch. Let's see what happens this year. Yeah. But but moving on, Deer and Fox, what is that? Okay, so he signed a deal, right? And last time we talked about Skechers. Can you take a guess where... Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a guess. I, I don't, I don't While I truth. search it, take some guesses. Vessi. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? It's a player brand. A pl- Jordan? No. Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Kings Deer and Fox becomes the first NBA player... To sign with Stephen Curry's shoe brand with Under Armour. So he signed for Steph. So Steph has his own thing like Jordan did with Nike, Jordan brand. Steph has Under Armour like that. And he's the first player to sign there. I'm surprised LeBron doesn't have his own brand. I don't know if he does or not. But, yeah. Um, but wow, I guess. You signed for a player. Steph owns you now. <laughs> <laughs> Signature shoe deal with major brand. Yeah, I mean that's what they call that's what the Sacramento B is calling it. Yo, Embiid and Fox, you know, they're they're being unique. They're doing the first. They're not doing this Adidas, Nike, all yeah. this stuff, right? I'm trying to see what the hell they're gonna do with Skechers, right? Because like I was listening through the wire when they're talking about this because they know more about this stuff than I do. And uh, apparently, big men don't really sell shoes, so Shaq's weren't like going crazy, right? Compared to Kobe's and Jordan's like size twenties. Yeah, well, I <laughs> had Shaq shoes from Payless. Yeah, yeah. So they were affordable. <laughs> um. Skechers though, because like New Balance still had some type of identity with shoe, like athletic shoes. I've never seen a Skechers athletic shoe. They're supposed to be for comfort. Exactly. Yeah. yeah when you're walking or running, right? So, yeah, interesting though. That's very, very interesting. Let's see what type of a uh, lineup Steph brings on. <laughs> I expect a lot Is more. Ro- I expect a lot more rookies to come on for yeah, sure, because yeah. that's what you think they would target. Well, Steph as well. Steph dropped 50 on De'Aaron Fox the in Game 7. True. And now <laughs> is taking control of his shoes. The only way um, players will like do something like this is like if they're not going to get a signature shoe deal with Nike or, I guess, Adidas. And yeah. Yeah. So that's the only way. Um, unless you go over to China, like how Clay Thompson has, I think, is like leaning and anta and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. Last thing. We're going to get to some soccer. First off, I'm very pissed off right now. Messi won the Ballon d'Or, and it reportedly, reportedly, reportedly. Uh, Fabri- I'm gonna put the exact tweet. How do you leak the Ballon d'Or winner? I don't know how <laughs> it's possible because like this is not even like it was a runaway. Yeah, this was this cool. was genuinely close. Where there's people literally debating. Yeah, if it's Messi or Holland, and I know we've said Messi. Peter Galindo said um Holland. Omer said. Messi, Messi and I'm sure Derek would have said Messi but um and I'm sure Jeevan would have said Messi as well but no like I gen- like I told you before if Holland won it I would not have been mad yeah like Simple I, as that. I, I won't like be surprised if Holland won I won't be surprised if Messi won I'm seeing like all over Twitter how brutal it is that Messi's winning it and how brutal it is if Holland wins it 
Like, it's genuinely split in the middle from what I'm seeing, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, apparently they reported it. Yeah, Fabrizio Romano, so you know it's legit. Like, how do you manage to do that? Like, Did you, you talk to all the... Just shut up and don't say anything to anyone until the winner is announced. <laughs> until let, me, the, let me see what he exactly... On stage. Leo Messi is expected to win the Ballon d'Or 2023. Understand all the indications are set to be confirmed, but Messi will be the final winner. So, understand all the ind- indications are set to be confirmed, but Messi will be the winner once again. Official decision to be unveiled Monday night in Paris. It will be Messi's historical eighth Ballon d'Or. Like, hey guys. Social media, I, this is where I feel like insiders ruin a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, I, the draft and this, like, I they do a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong. Wold, Shams, Freed, like the trades, free guys. agents. Yeah, like, you work They're hard. They're fine. Like, I ain't trying to wait for a team to officially announce something. But don't that. ruin award. <laughs> award or draft. Like, yeah. those are the two annoying ones. But Draft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. But uh, congratulations, Messi. If it is true, um, this is your last one. And I think Ronaldo did say, like, Messi deserves it. So, shut up, you Ronaldo hater or fanboys and My Messi guy haters. Ronaldo. Um, couple of big news, though, um, coming out of uh, the soccer world. One involving Everton and one involving Newcastle. Everton has a point deduction. And City doesn't. <laughs> that's my. That's the other thing. Uh, Jamie Carragher brought it's, that up too. It's a ma- it's a financial breach, right? Yeah. Um. That's why City has 115 charges on that. And the city is still first place. Uh, yeah. I mean, what the hell did Everton do? <laughs> like 12 point penalty, and they're already kind of in relegation zone. Yeah. Anyways. So they're 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 definitely gonna struggle now. All right. So that being said, uh, Amadou Onana, Man United, James Garner, you could come back if you want. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're they ain't 12 point. So that's four games they have to make up right there. They have to make up four games. They could barely win four games in general. <laughs> They'll be on minus five points at the bottom of the season's table. Minus five? How many do they have right now? Hold up. Let me just... We're I'm, I'm like, looking into this right now as we well, speak. Well, we're only like six, seven games in. So they have... Yeah, they're seven, so minus five. They will be at minus five. Sheffield have one. So the good news is they have a chance. <laughs> but the, to get out of relegation currently, Luton Town has five. Burnley has four. So Burnley's the 18th seed. So you're 10 points behind. Yeah. Which is a lot. lot still. That's a lot, right? Um, and for a team that struggles to win, right? At this rate, like every draw is going <laughs> to... Every time you get a draw, it might just work out and just try not to lose games. Yeah, for financial breaches. Uh, but yeah, where the hell is cities? Don't get it. Right? That's what I'm going to say. Top flight clubs are permitted to lose a maximum of 105 million pounds, 127 million dollars over a three-year period of face uh, or face sanctions. So what? Uh, Everton said in a statement issued that day that the news of the referral was confirmed. Uh, they con- strongly contest the allegations of non-compliance, and together with its independent team of experts, Everton is prepared to robustly defend. So kind of like what City did when they were supposed to be kicked out of Champions League. Yeah. Um, the club has over several several years provided information to the Premier League in an open and transparent manner and has unconsciously chosen to act with the utmost good faith at all times. How does Ever- Everton have financial breaches? That's what I don't understand. It's Everton, right? Like, I understand Chelsea and United and City and PSG. Who the hell is Everton spending Barcelona. money on? What is Everton hiding? Who did they spend money on? Like, was it, it was Pickford, mainly. Who is who, 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 who Everton hiding? Everton has recorded annual losses for five consecutive years, more than $430 million in over... Yeah, okay, this period. is where you're just reading a report now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm just... Yeah, uh, okay, but like... Yeah, as simple as this. Like Everton got it, which is the most surprising part yeah. out of all the Premier League teams. So, first time seeing negative five points once it's updated. If it's City should official. be at negative five points <laughs> for, for all the years. Um. Okay. Big one for Newcastle. Do you know this one? No. So I there don't were know. issues with the Italian national team about two guys betting. One guy is in Juventus. I forget his name. But this one's big. 
Cassandro Tonali will be banned for, for 10 months. 10 months. Fabrizio Romano reporting this. Sources confirm how, final why, indications. How did I not see this? They're waiting on statement. I don't think a score update came for yeah, this, which yeah. is weird. He won't be able to play for 10 months due to gambling addition scandal. So, Ivan Tony, you found yourself a partner? There will be additional months of participation in gambling rehab plan, same as Nicolo. So, the other guy was Nicolo Fagioli. I don't want to say the F's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Fagioli is the safest way I'm going to say it. Someone Could someone tweet it? Can he play tonight? Because <laughs> 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 Newcastle lost. So I'm, yeah, I should yeah. check if he played. But, yeah, massive news there. That's massive, that was their right? biggest signing. Their biggest right? signing. Um, big part of that midfield. And uh, now you don't have him for 10 months. <laughs> So that's like what the whole season. I don't know how much of beginning of next season, maybe. Yeah, no, just ten months. They didn't say ten months of the year or ten months of the calendar year. Like ten months of the season or ten months of the calendar year. Probably calendar year. So then he'll be fine for this beginning. Um, but yeah, that's massive because I saw it developing. I didn't know how official it was till now. Uh, that being said, Champions League, the group of death, PSG got their second the AC win. AC Milan is looking like... They're looking like they're out. They yeah. got their ass kicked, 3-0. Um, Dortmund, Dortmund got, got, got their win. Got their win over Dor- um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Did he play is the question? Mm, yes, he did. He illegally played and is still lost. <laughs> <laughs> he played Sandro Tonali. I don't know. If, is, it a ten, is it a freaking league suspension then? <laughs> I don't know. Was it announced before or after? Around the same time, I think it was before. Huh? Was it, was it before? before? Before the game started? Uh, let me see when he tweeted that. It's uh, not a f- the problem. Is it's not official. Okay, so, so that's the, why then, right? Like it uh, kind of makes a sense statement that. soon. This was two thirty eight in the morning. Yeah, so, so it was definitely before. It was definitely before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's not official. I can. I think he's still kind of played. He right? was on the bench. The allegations. On. He he was on the bench and he came on. So allegedly, he's been gambling. <laughs> <laughs> um. Onana. Maguire, we, we got oh, yeah. we we to We've been shitting on Maguire all these years. Yeah, I think him getting stripped of the captaincy was the best thing. He doesn't have that pressure. Harry Maguire, Harold, I don't know your middle name, Maguire. Um, props to you. As simple as that, right? Yeah. As much as we shit on you, you've been killing was, it the last four which games, which was well deserved. Ever since the Martinez injury, you've been killing it. Yeah, but you've been killing it, and uh, you got yourself a game winner. You ain't eighty million worth yet. Yeah, but you're definitely you're been good. at least fifty. You're defending good. You scored a goal. You've assisted. You've assisted. You're man of the match. Now, shout out to Varane, who helped out that game as well. Um, I know you missed the game, but just when I was watching it, uh, first half, I was asleep. Dead ass. I was asleep. It, I was it, working from home. I was asleep. It just felt like, looking at the numbers, it just felt like a frustrating game. It was game. all, by the way, it was, they were the ones that were dominating. Now, Copenhagen, right? Yeah. That's what it felt like. Uh, now, granted, Sir Bobby Charlton's first, that was the first home game since his passing. I think there's something that happens for a reason because McTominay, who should have been off the field, um, gave away a penalty. And uh, and there were many chances before. Hoyland should have scored. I think some of the other team guys should have scored. But gave away a high foot. I thought it was those are always indirect. I guess not. Um, it was the, like the rule change. So they gave away a penalty after VAR check. Um, now, Ferdinand and Scholes did say it's not a penalty to them because there was no contact and stuff. Uh, again, pick your poison. But um, what a time for Andre Nana to make his name made. That save, massive. He could have saved the penalty on the weekend as well. Um, yeah, he guessed right. He guessed right. It was uh, Larson's son, Henrik Larson's son. Who took it? I forgot his name. Who played for United I'll for a little there. bit. Um, and massive save. Dude, obviously, in the Champions League especially, shot the bet against Bayern. 
right? Had a bad performance like against both Galatasaray. games with Galatasaray too. So that was his fault. Um, made his name. What a save! He had to make some big saves earlier, so he kind of bounced. He bounced back in the last Premier League four game. Four saves total, right? And he made a game. big save, a couple of saves in this one as well. And hopefully the confidence boost is going higher now because we got Man City on the weekend. Yeah, right. Uh, Two games in a row. El Clasico this weekend. Manchester Derby this weekend. Milan Derby this weekend. A lot of stuff on Saturday and Sunday. Jordan Larson, by the way, is the name. Yeah, so yeah, Henry Larson's on. Yeah, I mean, you're coming into it, right? There's some big games on the weekends as well. El Clasico, right? Yeah. And uh, obviously Manchester Derby. Yeah, El Clasico, 7.15 a.m. PSD, so shit. Yeah, so um, Uh, how... Can you can you can you stack the wins? And this one's gonna be a big one against and we're Manchester home, City. So we're usually good at home. Yeah, it's usually when we lose away, like um, how we did to Arsenal. But that being said, I think we're gonna get our ass kicked. Because the, <laughs> the games we're winning, we're aren't it's not confident. convincing. It's no, def- it's not convincing. Let's see. Uh, I, I'm curious to see because I hope he does not start McTominay. I hope it's Amrabat. I hope Casemiro's out and both of them start together. I, I don't know if he's gonna go five in the back. I, I hope Maguire starts. I never thought I'd say that. He will. But yeah. Um. Five at the back, you think? Who knows, man? It could be like a three-five-two situation. Usually, when they do, usually when they play the big games, they usually play like Bruno on the wing, which I don't understand. Yeah, at all. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued because I'm I'm not like, I'm not excited because like I was like, last year I was excited. Yeah, when I'm it came not, to these man. games, this year I ain't, bro. They but we not, are home. They have um, not been good, bro. They're not playing good, and we are missing Martinez, who has been good last year in the big games. Um, other, Shaw. other than Liverpool. Huh? Other than Liverpool, yeah, game. yeah. Shaw, yeah, we have a run back. That's big, but it's a big game, and we're gonna talk about this, and we're probably gonna come on um, Monday's pod, so Sunday after depressed and be pissed and depressed. And um, yeah, I am expecting a beatdown, unfortunately, but um, I don't know. Like, I I want to see a midfield of Bruno, Amrabat, Casemiro. That's the one I want to see in the front three. I want to see Mount on the right wing with. Hoyland and Rashford because you need pace up front because you're, yeah. you're going to be counter-attacking. It's counter-attacking. We so all you have it, to yeah. have pace up front and those three and uh, what's his name puts the pressure at least um, Mount up front. If it's Anthony, fine, whatever. Um, he hasn't been terrible but, but he hasn't he's been not doing do anything. Yeah, that's, that's the, the issue. And uh, yeah, I think Nacho is going to play a role again in this game like he did last year. And so, technically Arsenal game too if it wasn't. Yeah, he did play a role in that game as well. But yeah, ultimately we expect City to win. Yeah, this and is a game City, I, City should win. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day. All right, I think that's pretty much it from us. We've been going on for a while here. It was a lot of stuff to talk about. So, um, like we mentioned to you, banger week for the BTR boys. Uh, got three potential guest videos coming out back to back to back, essentially. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, two of them, like I said, NFL and NHL related. One was in person. One was an in-person guest. Um talk about their journey so and like i said make sure you guys follow our socials help us reach 200 or 200 on instagram 100 on tiktok 50 on twitter i guess one on twitter um <laughs> and uh youtube get us to 200 subscribers we'll come back to the challenge videos hopefully soon after joven's done his exams and um you know help us out there and uh as always we appreciate you guys watching and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.